Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Reduce Cyberist Podcast, Episode 70. CISSP sample exam questions. Welcome to the Reduce Cyberist Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam while enhancing your cybersecurity career. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to grow your cybersecurity knowledge so that you're better prepared to pass the CISSP exam. All right, let's get going. Well, good afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well this beautiful day in February. Uh, things are great here in Wichita, Kansas, and it just couldn't be better. I just just couldn't be. Um, it's going to be wonderful this weekend and nice and warm, so that's always a positive. I uh, hope everybody's studying hard for their CISSP exam and uh, that you know that you can get a lot of help. If you go to SeanGerber.com and check out my free stuff that I've got available for you, that would help you out immensely, especially if you're going into this weekend to cram for that CISSP exam. Well, today we're going to have three sample questions for you, and this will we'll just go ahead and get started. All right, episode, episode G, is question number one. Okay, blank is a standards-based mechanism for providing encryption for point-to-point TCP IP traffic. Okay, it's a standards-based mechanism, but I don't know what it is, for providing encryption for point-to-point TCP IP traffic. A, UDP. B, IDEA, I-D-E-A, C, IPSEC, D, S-D-L-C. All right, so standards-based mechanism for providing encryption to point-to-point TCP IP traffic. Okay, so look for all the the clues, the tells. UDP obviously is broadcast. That doesn't work. Uh, SDLC is a software development lifecycle. Throw that out. So now you're getting down to A, UDP, B is IDEA, 
C is IPsec, and D is SDLC? The answer is IPsec. IPsec is for IP security, and it's a standards-based mechanism for providing encryption for point-to-point TCP IP traffic. You can get this out on Brainscape.com. There's some show notes. We'll have that as well, but that's where you can get some of these flashcards. All right, question number two. What is both a benefit and a potentially harmful implication for multi-layer protocols? A, throughput. B, encapsulation. C, hash integrity checking. D, logical addressing. Okay, so what benef- what is both a benefit and a potential harmful implication for multi-layer protocols? A, throughput. B, encapsulation. C, hash integrity checking. And D, logical addressing. The answer is... Encapsulation B. Encapsulation bo- is both a benefit and a potentially harmful implication. All right. Question number three. Which of the following is not true regarding firewalls? They are able to log traffic information. They are able to block viruses. They are able to issue alarms based on suspected attacks. They are unable to prevent internal attacks. Okay, so which of the following is not true regarding firewalls? They're able to, uh, they are able to log traffic information. They're able to block viruses. They're able to issue alarms based on suspected act- attacks. They are unable to prevent internal attacks. So we're looking for the negative. They are, what are they? What are they? They are B. They are able to block viruses. They don't block viruses. They, they don't do that. Now, there are some firewalls that do have active monitoring that can block attacks from those viruses that may be causing it. But in the end of the day, they do not block viruses. They're, they just don't. Now, there's some packet. Like I said, there's packet filtering and there's also packet inspection that if they're trying to get through, they can go ahead and nuke those. But that's typically the, the IPS aspect of a firewall. It's one of those things where people have actually thought about it. Do you turn them on or do you leave that off and just do packet inspections? The It's kind of a school of thought that if you get into the active monitoring piece where it's blocking things, sometimes people are a little concerned about it because they're afraid it might block good stuff and not bad stuff. So you got to kind of weigh that out and determine if that's something that you really want to do or not when you're dealing with the active monitoring. But again, most firewalls at this point do have extensive logging and auditing capabilities. They are, they're awesome. Uh, they really, really are. And depending on how much you want to spend, they can get become even more awesomeness. But that's bottom line is, is that it will not block viruses per se. All right. Hope you enjoyed this. This is all I got for today. But uh, go out to Sean, S-H-O-N, Gerber.com and check out my free content for you. And just all you do is sign up for my email address or if sign up for my email address, sign up for your email address and you will get access to the free, wonderful CISSP content to help you pass the CISSP the first time. All right. Have a wonderful day. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. Head over to SeanGerber.com and look at all the free content that I have available for you. There is a CISSP mini course, free CISSP exam questions, podcasts, and so much more. It's all available to my email subscribers, so sign up. If you want my personalized CISSP training, purchase my training courses, and I'll be there to help you with your CISSP needs so you can pass the test the first time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. 
But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up for, to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to freeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.